0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Well, Happy Thursday, September 8, 2022. This is going to be a sort of a bellwether uh, day of change. We've just been notified people are texting me right and left minutes ago that it was announced that the Queen has died uh, over in England. And uh, we'll bring Chris Reed on in a moment. We'll be talking about that. Uh, and so the revelation God's given him uh, on that and some other leaders in, in the UK. So it's going to be a really interesting show. Make sure you text your friends. We're on Rebel Only. Uh, I'm not a very happy camper as it relates to YouTube. If they were really a business, they would not have uh, deleted millions upon millions of dollars worth of business. Um, the fact that they could just do that as a supposed public company proves that they're a deep state operation and not a business at all. So we'll see how long YouTube lasts. Maybe they'll replace the leadership, and we will keep going. But uh, uh, YouTube has given themselves away that they they listen to the deep state and they take their orders from from global elitists and they they delete who they choose to delete. And this last week, all kinds of people that I know are saying, "I just got deleted." Um, so they're freaking out over there um, at uh, YouTube and Google and all the the big tech companies. Probably a lot of those who were in, in cahoots with Fraudulent election, and yes, it was fraudulent. We will talk about that today as well. Um, yeah, they're freaking out right now because things are about to go south on them, and things are about to get really wonky, whatever that word might mean. Quick, uh, thank you to Deborah Tucker. Listen, look at this tie. I'll show you, it's got Elijah clips, Elijah streams, Elijah list, Elijah fire, Elijah uh, American warrior on there. Um, so, um, t- Deborah Tucker out of Texas sent me this. In fact, she sent me two of these. Uh, so, thank you, Deborah. I'm going to send uh, one of these two to um, his work out of our home, Elijah Fire, to Jeff, who does Elijah Fire. And so, he'll have one of those. He may not wear it, but he might wear it around his head. <laughs> he doesn't like to wear a tie, and I don't mind it at all. So, I thank you. I People send me nice ties. I don't get to wear them all, but I, I very much appreciate You should see my stacks of ties waiting to be uh, nicely hung. Um, but I've got uh, lots of holiday ones and specialties and um, lots of patriotic ones, Christmas ones. I got one from Valentine's Day the other day, which could also be worn. It just says love on it. That would be a really good one. I'll probably wear that one. Uh, A lady sent me a couple of ties from her late husband and uh, told a story about him, and it was very nice of her to do that. So I appreciate that, all of you. you I'm not seeking ties because I have so many, but I appreciate those that, that really thoughtfully do something like that. Try to wear them when I can. So blessings to you all. I'm going before we bring in uh, Chris Reed, I want to read you a word for Oregon. This is a reason why you need to be sure you're subscribed here. This came out today on the Elijah list. Uh, not everything that so this is from Amanda Grace, not everything that Amanda gets ends up on a show. This is, we put this one out in written form. Uh, uh, today, it was from August 29th. But she had this word for the state of Oregon, uh, which, as you know, we are in. And I was born here. So this, uh, this is what it says. Oregon is about to be turned over. The Spirit of the Lord says this day, Oregon is about to be turned over. The people are crying out. And the chain gang of terror is about to suffer a serious fracture. They chopped, and that's capital they chop. Now I, the Lord, shall chop, also capital, and do some clearing and thinning of their forests, says the Lord. This probably has to do with the fires out here. Uh, and I will do some clean, clearing and thinning of their forests, says the Lord, and remove their covering, and leave them bare and vulnerable without the protection of the corrupt leaders that have so partnered with them. And I know that a few months ago, Amanda out here in Salem said that gave a word over Oregon and said you're Your current governor is about to slink away in shame. Um, So we are very, very close to those days. Um, Expect things to hit the news. Um, Now that the queen has passed, things are going to get even more crazy. They're talking about, uh, we just got word that they're talking about shutting down the power in the the largest city in Oregon, um, Portland. They're talking about shutting the power down because of the fires that may be coming through. It's just deep state operation. It's like they're trying to take down their own blue states it's crazy folks so we need to keep our prayers up and our encouragement encourage one another as long as it's called today the, the scripture says so i want to encourage you that god's got this god really has this and so listen without further uh delay then let's bring in chris reed i can't wait to talk with chris from morningstar if he's oh, he's, he's uh hmm. okay i don't see your picture but you must have a slow connection should we try it again? All right. Well, I want to talk then, while we're while I'm stalling for him coming back about a scripture that you know people talk about the timing. You guys got the timing wrong, or you didn't get the timing right. And there's a scripture that I've been wanting to share for a long time from First Corinthians, First Peter, sorry, one nine, and it says, and it's talking about the prophets that they knew that the that it would be a Christ, and they were trying to figure out when and how this could be. They didn't know when or how. So this is talking about the prophets of old, considering their salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was to come to you, searched intently and with the greatest care, trying to find out the time and the circumstances to which the spirit of Christ in them was pointing when you predicted the sufferings of the Messiah and the glories that would follow. So that's a, in the scripture, 1 Peter one nine. we often don't know the timings of the Lord. I, I, you, I don't know, I was going to mention this today, um, Chris, since you just popped in when I'm reading that, what are your thoughts about this when we just don't know the timing? We know often what God's going to do, but we don't know when he's going to do it in, any more
2: than the prophets of old do. Absolutely. Most of the time when the prophets of the old Testament prophesied about things, it didn't come to pass for hundreds of years. And so sometimes, you know, when things don't happen as quick suddenly or how we think they should people just say oh it's not an accurate word or it's a false prophecy when in reality this is where you have to war and stand on the word when what you're seeing in the natural goes totally contradictory to what God has said and so you know a lot of people everybody would love you know to know the timing of prophetic events to know when they're going to come to pass and I can say this myself in the past anytime I've ever uh, got in trouble with prophesying things it's because i didn't understand the timing or i tried to force the timing right when in reality you just stand on the word and watch it come to pass in god's timing
1: yeah i have heard johnny Enlow talked about this issue not necessarily the scripture in the past where he's his observation was he said it seems like god will either tell you the timing of something but he won't tell you what's going to happen or he'll tell you what's going to happen but he won't tell you the timing but he'll never tell you both and that <laughs> seem to be 100% true. Maybe there's an exception out there, but um, we have, from the beginning, and we're going to talk about Trump here in a minute, we thought that Trump would be immediately reinstall reinstalled when, when corruption was found, and then we found out that there was a lot more delay than we expected. Talk about, you and I talked about off, off the air, uh, some things that you want to share about what
2: you're seeing about Trump. Uh, let me just turn that over to you. Talk Absolutely. About and and I want to go into that. But right before I do, this is yeah. an example of what you're talking about with timing. So I always try to put notes on my phone and you can see the note there says November 20th. Oh, wow. I saw the sudden death of Queen Elizabeth. The world will wonder in amazement of her long life. Pray for her family as transition. So obviously that was almost what? three years ago. So I I just was interested to see what November 20th was. Why did I get it that day? Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing. November 20th was the day that she and her husband married in 1947. Really? So the vision I have on November the 20th, 2019, about her death was significant. There was something about the connection between that date The day she got married, of course, she. I think they were married for, like, maybe over seventy years or something like that. And so, but that's that's an example of where, like, what you were saying. Why do we get certain things, certain dates? Well, that was the date she got married, and now we're seeing it come to pass.
1: And that has been so fascinating, especially the last couple of years that we've been processing this how many things god will do on a specific date and you don't know till later um i mean you had a word about yeah. when when it was about her husband when do you remember what that was called it was like when the yeah.
2: prince how how did that word go the prince her husband prince philip died uh, april the 9th um last year 2021 and the word that i had years for a couple of years prior to that was when the prince will pass It'll be Luke 4.18 at last. Luke 4.18 is uh, Isaiah chapter 61, which was a prophecy of the Messiah, of the Messiah's anointing, the Jesus Christ anointing of of healing the sick, um, opening the eyes of the blind, bringing uh, deliverance to the captives. And of course, in his first coming, Jesus fulfilled all the points of Isaiah 61 in Luke 4:18, except for the last one in, in Isaiah 61, which says, uh, talking about the the judgment, the terrible day of the Lord. That's not happened yet. That's not going to happen for a while. But that first, all those first points mentioned in Luke 4:18, Jesus fulfilled in His first coming. But Luke 4:18 does not mention the last point of Isaiah 61, because it was not for his first coming, Interesting. great and terrible day of the Lord. That's for his second coming. And that's the one point of Isaiah 61 that Luke 4.18 doesn't mention.
1: And so when, so God was obviously giving you a specific day, on a specific day, he chose that day, gave you the revelation. And so when it was time for Luke 4.18, were things launched from that point on that we have yet to, to discover?
2: Yes, so I was actually here's when the Lord gave me that riddle. Um, when it came to pass, I was actually ministering for Mike Bickle in Kansas City. The Prince died on April the uh, yeah April the ninth, and so I thought, well, that's not four eighteen, that's 49. nine. But here was the interesting thing: 49 nine was the Azusa Street anniversary. Oh, really? And yeah, and it was there were several significant things that happened on April the ninth. Uh, and then, but here's the here's the interesting point. Prince Philip wasn't buried until April eighteenth, four eighteen. Oh, wow. had a long wow. period from the time he died till he was buried. And so it was just a prophetic word that in uh, when the Prince would die, it would be a signpost or a marker to the body of Christ, that the last day's greater works, anointing the ministry of Jesus Christ would accelerate with great power and great authority amongst the body. And I think we're seeing an acceleration. Uh, in so many ways in unprecedented times. Um and so yeah, I actually got a word about this this riddle when he would pass and the acceleration. That
1: it was that was profound, Chris. And we had you on and and you, you did share that, but it's good to go back over that thing because it is fascinating the way God speaks. And that, you know, that scripture that says it's the glory of God to conceal the matter, the glory of kings to search it out. Um that is just you know Moses is one of those few that knew his ways, and we, if we study what what those scriptures say, we can know that part of his ways are he gives riddles. He did it through Samson. He did it throughout the scripture. He did it through you with Luke four eighteen and the passage. He likes riddles, and he likes us to search it out and try. I don't know. He knew we would try and figure out what and when, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> and he likes that process. I think that's that's like his personality. He he gets a kick out of that in a, in a God way. I don't think he's religious about it. I don't think he's really serious. Like, oh, they, I hope God, they get. I think he enjoys us talking about what he said
2: and what did he mean. Don't you think he kind of likes that? Yeah, just, you know, when the scripture talks about knowing the ways of the Lord, not just the acts of yeah. the Lord. And a lot of people want to see the acts, the signs, the wonders, the miracles, the outpouring of the Spirit but learning his ways is a whole new um, a whole new step and so uh, i think that you know later on in the broadcast when we talk about this prophecy that i just had fulfilled about the prime minister of the united kingdom coming to pass and then now the queen coming to pass i think there is such a connection to all of that that cannot be written off it as yeah. this but- whole thing
1: is divine timing we didn't know that that was going to happen on the day and, then, and, in the, and in the moments before you came on. Right. So, well, let's talk about the Trump thing real quick. And then I want, I'm looking forward to that
2: part as well. It's all going to be good. Well, I want to say just a few things. First off, I want people to clearly know where I stand with Trump, the Trump prophecies. Um, I believe everything that was unjustly stolen from Donald Trump, every prophetic promise from God over his life will come to pass. It will absolutely come to pass. In fact, I'd like to say this: in 2015, when he announced he was running for president in June, I supported him from the day he announced. I mean, everybody, Me too. Me too. Uh, you know, everybody at that point in the early on in the primaries, like I don't know, he was edgy, you know, and trying to co- compare or make him fit into the Republican establishment mold of what a president should look like. But I think he was a disruptor. He was redefining what a president was supposed to be. And I think he was breaking that hold of political correctness that we see in the culture, and frankly, that we see in many parts of the church. Um, And so I just want to say beyond a shadow of a doubt, God is not done with Donald Trump. And here's a word that I recently got, and I've shared it Uh, a little bit, but I want to share it on your platform. The word was I got was this. When you see the government shutdown, that's when the truth will begin to open up. So the shutdown, right, will lead to the truth opening up. I don't think we have seen but just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the Hunter Biden laptop phenomenon, I think it's a matter of time before the corruption uh, that, you know, you can only sweep dirt under a rug long enough until you trip over the rug. And I think that there is about to be a tripping over the rug. And wow. so I think we're going to have to watch for this government shutdown because it will be a signpost, uh, a marker to us. And, and
1: you know, that the, is that one of those clues that could mean so many things because a shutdown could be we we've, we've heard of them saying, well, we're going to shut the government down because we don't have a budget. That's a shutdown, but it could have mean something else.
2: Yeah, I, I think that it could mean that. But I also I know the Lord has the divine pun. Peter. Yeah. God oh, has yeah. a sense of humor. He's not religious, like you said. And I think there's something about this government shutdown, but also something else being shut down that will open up the exposure of the corruption to the masses of the Biden corruption ring and the stolen election. I wanna be as loud and bold and as sure as I can possibly be. There is injustice. Donald J. Trump, President Trump suffered an injustice. Um, The election was stolen. We could talk about this for all the reasons and how they pulled it off. The China virus, China was hurting because of Trump's policies. The trade tariffs he had put on China was hurting them. Their economy was about to collapse. Frankly, it's close now. They're in worse con- condition economically than we are. And really, so really? That's the reason why they shut off, you know, the Wuhan. They they, they shut off that whole area to the, uh, to the rest of the China population, but allowed the rest of the world to fly in and out of there. Well, of course, they wanted a a once-in-a-100-year worldwide pandemic to hit in an election year like it happened in 2020 because they knew the difficulties of that will always be blamed on the leadership. And so then they brought in the mass mail-in voting. And all many of these states, in fact, the only state I know that even had a mechanism set up for There to be able to be a a way to verify the mass mail-in voting was the state of Florida. And if you remember, Florida had already been doing the mail-in voting. And this is the interesting thing. They was able to determine and announce the winner of the state of Florida the night of the election. All these other states did not have this mechanism in place to verify the votes, to make sure people weren't voting multiple times, to make sure there wasn't fraud and fraudulent votes. And so I'm saying all of that to simply say, I believe it was God's will for Donald Trump to have a second term, and I believe it was a word from the Lord, and I'm standing on it. I'm standing boldly and proclaiming God is not done with Donald Trump. Donald Trump will re-emerge, and the shutdown will become the moment when the truth begins to open up, and this exposure that's been hid from the masses of the Biden corruption ring, the stolen election that by the way, the the word stolen election will get you kicked off of YouTube. They're yeah. more concerned about the word stolen election. Being right. right. Then they're concerned about, you know, monitoring communists and, and, and all of these evil things that are allowed on social media. In fact, that's why Morningstar ministries, I mean, we had a, Long-term following on YouTube. Just two or three weeks ago, they shut us down. uh, The ministry's YouTube channel down, and so we've opened one up. Morningstar Ministries on Rumble. Good. Oh.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours to become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com and click the donate today button.
2: And of course we have morningstar tv.com where people can watch Good. and my YouTube channel still going. So some of our YouTube followers are on there. I've also opened up a rumble channel, just like you guys. It's I think it's something like Chris Reed M star. Okay. Um, but yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to simply say that every word that was spoken over Donald Trump will come to pass. And the things that have been suppressed and hidden in the media are piling up to the point to where they're going to trip over the rug. And I believe with all of my heart, I can say this. Donald Trump is the rightful president. I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt, the election of 2020 was stolen. stolen, And I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt, he is returning. He is going to return. He is going to fulfill all of the prophetic promises that God put on his life. And I know that justice demands yeah. that Joe Biden will not finish his first term. It's very good
1: news. Very good news. And is, it's, it's not an overstatement to say that we have suffered a coup or a bloodless coup, depending on how you do that. A coup is someone taking over the government yeah. from the outside with China cooperating, which is that, would that be an overstatement to say this has no. been a coup
2: okay no it's that's exactly what it is in the yeah. strongest possible terms oh. it was a coup and the the lip, the liberal media which is an extension of the democratic party working with china and the globalist movement did everything they could created every situation they could and i frankly believe it was all to try to remove him and i, I, I think You know, there's several there's several directions we could take this. I do want to share something that I did get with uh, a couple of years ago, actually, that I'm still standing on. And this is a word that I got about um, Joe Biden. And it was in regards to the story in, in the scriptures. Let me pull this up here. Oh, Yeah, that sounds interesting. And so I woke up November 17th, 2020 this was after the election and this was the word that i got acts chapter 12 verse 1. now about that the time herod the king stretched out his hand to harass some from the church oh and does that not sound like kind of what's happening right now with all the censorship and cancel culture verse 21 so on a set day herod arrayed in royal purple sat on his throne gave an oration to them, and the people kept shouting, the voice of a God and not of a man. Then immediately an angel of the Lord struck him because he did not give glory to God, and he was eaten by worms and died. Wow, wow. Now now that's pretty strong language. He was eaten by worms and died. The manner of Herod's death represented, it was an appropriation of his spiritual state. He was corrupt from the inside out, and he was eaten by worms from the inside out. Now, it's interesting in the Roman world, in uh, the ancient Jewish historian Josephus describes the death of Herod. I want you to hear this. He put, this is Josephus, he put on a garment made holy of silver and of contexture, truly wonderful Come into the theater early in the morning, at which time the silver of his garment, being illuminated by the fresh reflection of the sun's rays upon it, shone out after a surprising manner and was so resplendent as to the spread a horror over those that I looked intently up, that looked intently on him. His face flatterers and presently his um, flatterers cried out one from one place, another from another though not for his good, that he was a God. A severe pain also arose in his belly. Now listen to this carefully because this is prophetic. And began in a most violent manner. When he had been quite worn out by the pain in his belly for five days, he departed from this life. Mm. So Herod goes to a celebration about himself to give a speech. And he assumes undue glory from people as if he was a God. He takes glory that's not his. He takes credit. He takes authority that's not his. And he takes the credit and glory from people as if he's a God. And judgment strikes him and he's eaten from the inside out by worms as a symbol uh, or a result of his corruption. I believe Acts chapter 12, verse 1 will soon be a picture in our nation. Wow. And I do not think that um, Joe Biden, in light of the speech he recently gave, uh, you know, in Philadelphia, which that was one of the things I had back in 2020, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania was going to be a very important uh, state in the election, there would be corruption there. And so the very place where I personally believe the most corruption happened in Philadelphia is where he recently gave this speech. If you remember, I think it was last week and he had yeah, the,
1: just just about last week or so.
2: He had the red behind him. He's in Philadelphia. He had those two Marines standing behind him. And then he makes this statement that we've all heard over and over about how MAGA Americans are the real Existential threat, you know, to democracy. And I begin to think about that. Here he is taking glory to himself, acting as if he's the rightful president when he is only in the White House because of fraud. He's taken undue glory unto himself as if he is something that he's not, pretending as if his mental faculties are there (laughs) and they're not. And he's attacking MAGA Americans. Now I want to make a statement. I want everybody just to think this before we go on to this. I believe it was a major fulfilled prophecy about the UK Prime Minister that I gave uh, New Year's. But MAGA Americans, he said this several times now. Biden has that MAGA Americans are the biggest threat or a threat to um, you know our democracy. Well, first off, we're a republic. Number one. Number two, MAGA Americans scare Marxists and Democrats. Because MAGA Americans represent the part of America that liberals, extreme liberals, fear the most. And that is this. MAGA Americans represent a self-governing people that don't need big government to support them, to help them, to bail them out, to protect them, right? Because we have the Second Amendment. And so the biggest threat in any big government, liberal, totalitarian uh, administration administration, uh, would be people who will not succumb, will not submit to and don't need an overinflated big government. Now, John Adams, one of our founders, you know, and they claim America is not a Christian nation. Listen to this. John Adams makes this statement. He says, our Constitution, speaking of the U.S. Constitution, is made for a religious people, and it is wholly inadequate to govern anywhere else. Now, why would he say that? Why would John Adams, one of the founders of our nation, why would he say our Constitution would not work except for religious people OK, and it, it's wholly inadequate anywhere else. He said this. People can look this up. It's because our Constitution gives rights to the people, to the individual. It doesn't give it to government. Our rights come from God, not from government. That's good. And so w- when America, in our Judeo-Christian heritage and foundation, OK, we had a level of freedom and independence Okay, that many of these other nations that are socialist, Marxist, or communist, or totalitarian don't have. Because when you take the religion or the Christianity or the Bible out of a culture, it requires a big government or a totalitarian to control the people because they no longer have a moral compass. And so MAGA Americans represent to Joe Biden and all Marxists people who don't need big government to control them. They don't need a police state to keep them in order. They have the Bible, they have a moral fabric, they have Judeo-Christian values. Well, the Democratic Party and the left for years has been trying to get God out of America, God out of our education, God out of everything, so that it, the need for bigger government control is there because Anarchy abounds when, and lawlessness abounds when people no longer have a moral compass or a Judeo-Christian value system. So if lawlessness and anarchy is a result of a godless society, what is the only thing that can step in to bring order? Big government and totalitarian governments and dictators. This is why... In countries where there's communism, there's no Bible, there's no Christianity allowed. They have to have communism and dictators there, they believe. Yeah, There's no.
1: it's like there's no choice is why in... uh, To control, yeah. Yeah, and you have, well, even in Muslim countries who don't necessarily acknowledge the one true God, you you still have to almost have a dictatorship. You know, I'm not claiming that God's not going to fix that. God can fix that, yeah, but interesting. But that's
2: why they fear MAGA Americans because we understand our Constitution is made for a free people that can govern themselves. They're self governing. They don't need a police state, they don't need big government to help them, support them, supply for them. Okay. And so this is why they fear MAGA Americans because MAGA Americans and what we stand for represent. The kind of America that does not need a big that's amazing. or a totalitarian dictator. And which means they lose power. Well, yeah, and not I am this is
1: maybe just pushing the point a little bit. Not only do we not need it, we have no intentions of cooperating with that's it. no wonder they're afraid of us. No wonder, you know, you know, they, they and they have to say MAGA because they don't dare say the only thing they the the people that are most dangerous are the people that want to make America great again. That's what they're saying, but they're they're trying to get by without saying that, by just saying you're MAGA as if that's
2: some sort of a swear word, you know, basically when when they say make America great again is, you know, racist. They're trying to play upon the ignorance of people to make them think we're saying make America great again is a time back when Jim Crow laws were in effect. Or slavery. That is not at all what mm-hmm. Make America Great Again no. stands for. Make America Great Again stands for the less need for big government, yes. health control, support, because we are a self governing people who have religious guidelines and we don't need big government. We've got a conscience, we've got morals, we have Christianity, we have the Word of God. So if MAGA succeeds, then their platform is gone. Because here's here's the dirty little secret. The Democratic Party needs a continual element or large portion of the American society population to be perpetually underprivileged. The Democratic Party is dependent upon that. They have to keep a certain number of people in underprivileged state or they're not gonna have voters, mass voters. They would lose their own job if everyone in America began to experience the American dream. Because the majority of the people that they appeal to are people who feel like life's treated them unfair or they've lacked opportunity or they, you know, they they haven't been able to experience the American dream. So that is important point to point out is that Democrats would no longer have a party if they did not have a perpetual large group of underprivileged wow. people in America. It
1: makes sense when you say it. I never thought about it that way. But back in, let's say, back in the days when President Kennedy, John F. Kennedy was president, was probably the, right soon after that it began to degrade. But back in his day, you could probably be a Republican or a Democrat and be a fine, spirit-filled Christian, and you could be have conservative values it didn't mean that all sin was taken care of. It just meant we were—they were better days, you know. And then from that point on, they began to be invaded by Marxist-Leninist ideas more and more. They got uh, vote, we, They got abortion legalized, you know. And it just was a fast downhill, man. It maybe took fifty years, but they were—that's fast for a government that was so self-governing and it was a relatively small government. So interesting. Well, talk about your word for. Um, Uh, The other words you got to share about England and yeah, I don't want to just go ahead and share that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So um, now finding out today that Queen Elizabeth, the longest reigning monarch in history, has passed. I I can tell you uh, what a day in history and my prayers are with the British people. But I think this is significant for us because our the mother of America is England. We were birthed out of England. It's true. And so uh, I think that there is a prophetic parallel of what's happening here. And one of the things I prophesied here at Morningstar, back at our New Year's conference at the end of 2021, and then you're going to play a clip of what I said, part of a long prophecy I gave uh, on January the 2nd, 2022. So over nine months ago if they can go ahead and cue that up it's real yeah it's just 24 seconds i think this is fulfilled now this week this prophecy was Awesome. awesome okay here we go i also saw a rise of women in political leadership in nations around the world i did I've saw that. I think that you will see a woman emerge in British politics this year who will replace a current politician and she will be very much like a uh, Margaret uh, Thatcher.
1: That was very specific, wasn't it?
2: I yeah, I think so. I mean it's especially once you've seen the fulfillment, and these were things I was prophesying that would happen in 2022 or close to it. And so this Past July, right, Boris Johnson had been the prime minister. And by the way, uh, the Lord had actually shown me back um, over six months before he became the prime minister. I prophesied publicly. I've got it time stamped. I put it on my social media that he would be prime minister. And the thing that I had was his unique appearance. He was supposed to be the Trump of England.
1: Yeah, he looked a lot like Trump with his whole hair thing and all
2: that. (laughs) And and the word that I had for him was, is that his unique appearance spoke to the uniqueness of his purpose and that he was to not forget that it wasn't the parliament that would put him in as the prime minister. Okay. But that it was God himself and to not allow the establishment to change him, but he was there to change the establishment. Now that was prophesied in February of, um, uh, 2019. And then of course, I believe it was later that year uh, that uh, Boris Johnson was made Prime Minister. Now, now now a lot of people don't understand. British politics are not like our politics. Right. It's not like we know who the two candidates are six months before the election. okay? Whatever party is in power um, chooses from their party and then they vote, Based on a number of candidates, and then they choose, um, you know, the one that that will become uh, the prime minister. In fact, I have right here uh, the prophecy with the date um, of of when I got the. Um, I'll see if I can pull it up here. Sure. When I got the vote, uh, the uh, prophecy for uh, Boris Johnson here. I'll, I'll see if I can. Yeah. If can see it here. Yeah. I'm going to get it right. I'm going to balance it right.
1: Yeah, I see yeah, It says February 19, 2019.
2: God says, I'll shine bright in the coming days and the Brexit plan. And those who say it won't happen are wrong. <laughs> Getting text there. Those who say it um, won't happen are wrong. It will happen. This will happen to show my power in the UK like I did in the US. That the establishment doesn't have the final say. I do and none can stay my hand. Boris Johnson You've gained the confidence of the British people. You've been chosen to shine in leadership in the UK. Don't forget the one who chose you. No, it won't be the parliament who did the choosing. It's almighty God. You've always stood out in every crowd. Even your appearance speaks to the uniqueness which you were created. That's February 19th. And that was a prophetic word that I shared to my local church and the group that we had. And, and I think it was... Your warning wasn't not that, not that we, we don't know whether he heard
1: that word or not, but his warning was not heeded. Didn't he just kind of go by the wayside?
2: He fell into the establishment and was accused of corruption. And so, let, now fast forward. I just wanted to point out that I do believe he was supposed to be, and God is doing in the nations what he is doing, was doing here with Donald Trump, and what he will do in the future again god is god loves the whole world right and obviously we love america because we're americans and we're primarily concerned about what's happening here i totally get that
0: help elijah streams continue to reach people around the world all donations go toward making elijah streams and the elijah streams podcast possible visit elijahstreams.com and click the donate today button to become a partner today
2: but i also know that god sees the whole picture he sees the whole world and so he was wanting to raise up disruptors against the establishment, like Trump was here, who didn't fit the mold. And Boris Johnson, that was six months before he became prime minister. And I don't even think it was announced he was even being considered or running then. And he later on in 2019 became prime minister. Well, this so he's been the prime minister since at least the end of 2019 until July 2022, which was just two months ago. So he was the prime minister up until two months ago. And it wasn't because his term was up. There wasn't supposed to be a UK prime minister election this year. He resigned abruptly. Oh, that's, wow. the, that's why this is significant. And it's such a, like you said, a detailed, and we give all glory to God for this, right. but it was significant. There wasn't a prime minister election set for 2022. Uh, He was supposed to be the prime minister all through this year, okay? And he abruptly resigns because of accusation of, of corruption this past July. So what does that mean? That means the party in power that controls the parliament, which is the conservative party, has to find candidates in their party for their party to vote on. And then that person becomes the prime minister and the queen uh, sanctions them, gives them the handshake, by the way, which happened two days ago. Yeah,
1: I mean that that handshake from a fairly healthy looking queen was yeah. two days ago. It That's happened weird. two
2: days ago with Liz Trust. That's very weird to me. And of course, the queen dies yeah. an hour ago or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. So now this is the prophetic word from the uh, December 31st, 2021, and January the second, once again. Women would arise, and God would use women to to lead in the business world, the political world, who would be used by God to bring change. Now, there would be a woman arise in British politics who would replace a current uh, male politician, okay, and she would be like or compared to Margaret Thatcher. Now, after Boris Johnson resigned July, seven months after the prophecy, abruptly resigns, then the conservative party, I think, I think it was like seven or eight candidates that they chose and said, okay, now the conservative party is going to vote on these seven or eight candidates. After they voted a few times, it came down to two, I believe one of the guys, the the two were Liz Truss, and then I think it was Rikishi, I think was his name or something. And so once Liz Truss came on the scene, after Boris Johnson resigns, people start blowing up my phone, sending me articles that, and by the way, you can look these up. People can on any search engine type, type in Liz Truss and Margaret Thatcher. And there are tons wow. of articles. She dresses like her, her politics are like her. She's a small government, low tax, low wow. tax, um, small government candidate. And so, you know, I thought, well, You know, I think this is it. I think this is the beginning of the fulfillment of this prophetic word. Yeah. Well, then this past Monday, um, today is what, uh, September 8th, 22. So this past Monday, the winner was announced, Liz Truss, another Elizabeth. Liz Truss was elected prime minister. And then the next day she flew to Scotland because the queen, Queen Elizabeth, uh, was not able, they said mobility issues prevented her from coming back to, um, uh, oh my goodness, the name uh, of, Win- it. is it Windsor? Windsor. Or- yes. Windsor castle. Thank you. And so, um, it was on the news Tuesday, just two days ago, Liz Truss goes there. She it was all over the news. She shook hands with the, uh, queen and all that night, I was watching some of the different uh, programs on Newsmax. I was listening to, you know, even Tucker Carlson, and they were playing videos of Liz Truss with Margaret Thatcher. And I thought, this has got to be it. So I knew it was prophetically significant. Now, that doesn't mean everything about Liz Truss I endorse. You know, yeah. there's nothing there's hard, I don't know if I know anybody.
1: Well, I, I wanted to ask you this a question. Maybe this is an opinion, if not revelation, but you know, at least an opinion. Maybe you have one on, you know, all, almost all of our guests that come in and talk about the World Economic Forum. There's almost nothing, nothing good. It's like an evil organization, and yet there are people that are breaking through, or seem to be that are that have been members of that. And this trust is apparently a member. Of the World Economic Forum. So how does one process that? It's clear that God put her in, it's clear that God answered, that, that your prophetic word made that really clear. So how do we process that she's been connected with the World Economic Forum? How would you?
2: She has the choice just like Boris Johnson or anybody else. Will she cater to the establishment? Will she change the establishment or will the establishment change her? Okay, same word. For example, I supported President Trump, and I still do, and I'm still standing on uh, the word, the prophetic words that were given, that he's, that God's not done with him, that he's going to reemerge, that he's going to come back to power. But he ran as a Republican. Well, I can't say everything about the Republican Party. No. I agree with, right. but he used that to, if he'd have ran as an independent, he probably couldn't have won because our, we have a two-party system. Mm-hmm. That's just true for any candidate. Um, so now getting back to Liz Truss and the Margaret Thatcher comparison, after she was elected, you know, different people said, okay, what's this mean? Um, this was long before we knew the queen was going to die. Yeah. After, well, I looked up Margaret Thatcher, Wikipedia. Now listen to this. This will encourage your listener, Steve. Margaret Thatcher was elected as the prime minister in the UK in 1979. And it was during a time where in the U.S. we had the Carter administration. Oh, wow. The third year of the Carter administration. And here's what was happening in the U.S. when Margaret Thatcher was elected prime minister in the U.K. Some of you might remember high inflation. Yeah. High interest rates. There was an energy crisis. There were gas lines. Yeah. I wasn't even to that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> And a poor economy, and not only that, but a foreign policy that was in crisis. Remember the Iran Iranian hostages uh, oh, yeah. that Carter was working on trying to fix
1: the very day he left? It on. honestly was a really, really dark time. You may not have even been, I don't know, were you born yet by then? I don't know. No. Yeah, but so it, it was a really dark, dark time. And people that said, well, it's never looked this bad. Well, it's probably never looked this bad, but... It looked really bad back then. The well, our- one
2: thing we can say for sure is it looks a lot like right yeah. now. Almost. There's no other time probably in modern history, arguably in American history, where all of those indicators, interest rates rising, uh, they were sky high, high inflation, foreign policy disasters, um, gas lines, you know, People running out of gas. Yeah. And so here's what I got. So I asked the I'm like, well, that is interesting. Well, here's the point. When uh, Margaret Thatcher was elected UK Prime Minister in 1979, it was less than two years later that America got a Ronald Reagan. And all of those difficulties that were in the U.S. when Margaret Thatcher became the UK Prime Minister, that look identical to the time right now. And in fact, I've even heard people say, and I think he's worse than this, but Joe Biden is like Jimmy Carter 2.0 or 3.0. Yeah. yeah. On steroids.
1: It's like, he's, he makes Jimmy Carter look like a great president. Frankly, he's just inept in every but difficulty way.
2: difficulty produced a Ronald Reagan yeah. less than two years later. And Trump
1: has been many times compared to Ronald Reagan in the same way that Margaret Thatcher is now being compared with this Liz Truss, I got to ask you this question: um, What has God showed you, if anything, about the the Royals now that the Queen has passed? Has He given you insight into where the Royals are? They going yeah. to disappear? Are they going to become more entrenched or less entrenched? What, what What do you see?
2: Let me let me just finish this real quick. Okay, and I'll go, go, ahead. go for it. So the Lord said to me after she was elected, just as today. As a Margaret Thatcher type, Liz Truss, has reemerged to the prime ministership in the UK, another Ronald Reagan will rise in the US, a Ronald Reagan type, a Ronald will rise in the US and go to DC to bring reformation to the US. When people think of Thatcher, they think of Reagan, because the 80s was the time when both of them were in power. Now, here's what I'd like to point out real quick, because there's some incredible prophetic parallels and analogies. Yeah, Queen Elizabeth appointed Liz Truss as, as her last act. I mean, that's why this prophetic word being fulfilled is such a big deal. Yeah, uh, The longest running, running uh, reigning monarch in history as her last act appoints this woman that God gave me a prophecy about nine months ago. Queen Elizabeth's birth name is Elizabeth Mary Windsor. Elizabeth Mary. Liz Truss's name, legally, is Mary Elizabeth. Really? (laughs) Yeah. So Elizabeth Mary first, and then is replaced by Mary Elizabeth. Well, the first time that Christ came, what were the two female names that were probably the most thought of at the time? Wow. Yeah, Mary and Elizabeth. Mary and Elizabeth. Now, what's the significance about Mary? She birthed the forerunner. She birthed the forerunner anointing, the one who came named John the Baptist, who came in the spirit and power of Elijah. Mary is the one that birthed the son of God. So here is part of what this prophetic means. The fact that both of these women who are blowing up the news right now, England, mm-hmm. all week, Liz Truss winning. On Monday, Liz Truss appointed UK prime minister. And now today, uh, God rest her soul, the queen dies. Every newspaper, every news station is talking about the UK. The Lord is highlighting it. Watch the message. Right now, there is a forerunner anointing being released in the earth. The Malachi 4, 5, and 6, that Elijah will come before the the great, terrible day of the Lord. That part of Isaiah 61 that wasn't fulfilled at the first coming of Christ in Luke 4.18. So this is what the Lord is saying. This is high time right now for the forerunner anointing and the sons of God to be manifest in Romans 8. The whole Jeez. creation is groaning, Jeez. waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Those who will emerge right now with a Luke four eighteen anointing, open blind eyes, recover sight to the blind, deliver those that are bound with a forerunner message that will ultimately produce the manifestation of the sons of God. What is that? those people who before the lord returns will do the prophesied greater works in the last days the joel 2 uh, army that's mentioned how that they will have supernatural gifting supernatural ability and they will have the nature of christ so the forerunner anointing and the sons of god being birth anointing is right now being highlighted in the news elizabeth mary and mary elizabeth so god wow. is giving forerunners a greater anointing with a forerunner message a forerunner anointing because he's about to birth the sons of God in power to do the greater works. Like we've never seen before.
1: So now, good.
2: Let me say one more thing. Trust is her last name. Her name is, she goes by Liz trust. Liz is short of course for Elizabeth, but her first name, as I said, is Mary Elizabeth trust. The word trust. Okay. It's interesting, um, Missy, uh, my wife, actually sh- sent this to me just a little bit ago, and I hadn't, I hadn't thought of this, but I think this is significant. The word trust means to secure tightly, to bind. There's a secure tightening and a binding of the forerunner anointing to birth the manifest sons of God in the earth and so wow. we're going to see those reformers birth. We're going to see that forerunner anointing with a forerunner message, preparing, making way, his path straight, bringing the high places down. Those in high places in corruption in government, like the Biden group in the White House right now, for him to not him for him to not finish his first term, and for those who are anointed for politics, those who are anointed for business, those who are anointed in the church. To reascend and take back their rightful place to see the will of God and the kingdom of God come in the earth. And this Elizabeth trust is the security, the secure binding of that forerunner birthing of the sons of God manifesting anointing in the earth. Okay. And the fact that Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth died today with her last act, appointing this woman that I prophesied back about. Uh, nine months ago, I think it speaks highly to the moment. Now, let me say one more thing, and then I'm going to answer your question. I got this whole thing that I prophesied back at the end of last year about the woman that would emerge in British politics. that would replace a a current male politician uh, who would be like a Margaret Thatcher. I got that by vision. I got a text earlier from one of my friends, and I know that you know him. And I have great confidence in this man. And, I'm, and I, I don't know him that well, but Charlie Shamp. Oh, yeah. Charlie Shamp, who I really believe is a real prophet of God. I really do. Cool. Very Charlie good. I Shamp, agree. Charlie Shamp had a dream. Um, and I think people can check that out on his website where he dreamed. And I don't know the fullness of it. They'll have to look it up to see it. But it was like this plane was about to crash. Um, from what I remember, and forgive me if I'm butchering this, Charlie, uh, but right before it crashed and he turned in the plane and saw Margaret Thatcher. Really? So one gets it by dream. I see by vision that a woman would emerge in British politics, replace a current politician and would be like a Margaret Thatcher. Folks, this is no time to back down, stand on the prophecy, stand on the word of God. God is not done with America. The greatest prophecies, the greatest move of God that has ever come to the earth is is on its way. It is soon coming. This forerunner anointing is going to birth the Elizabeth Mary dynamic. We're going to see birthing out of the forerunner anointing of the sons of God in power, and they're going to be restored back to their rightful place Hold on. Don't give up. Don't let the news discourage you. Hold on to the promises of God. God's not done with America, and he's not done with Donald Trump.
1: Good good word, Chris. Good, good word. About the family. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah, about the royals.
2: I think that King Charles, I'm assuming that's what he'll be called. I don't think his reign will be very long. Okay, and I say this by the word of the Lord. I do not believe he will be in... Uh, he, he will not have a long reign. But I also say this, he no longer, this is a, a prophecy as well. His brother, and the, the brother's name that was connected to the whole Epstein stuff. Oh yeah, is that Andrew? Andrew. Okay. We're about to see that reemerged, and that will be a part, Andrew won't have the protection of mom anymore. Okay. And Andrew's connection to the Epstein and all of that swirl with the corruption here in the U.S. and the Clintons, we've not seen the end of it. It's going to be exposed like the worms that ate Herod's body. And will not be able to hide it. And when it comes, it will be shock and awe. It will surprise and shock people. But that will be the avenue for the Ronald, or I mean, for the Ronald Reagan type, the Trump to reemerge and blow the trumpet, and restore America back to what was stolen from him. So good.
1: So good, Chris. Wow, that's good. You know, I was good. Con- Considering going in, I'm going to ask you to pray. If, you, if, if God will give you any uh, words from this direction, rather than try and put words on the screen, if you get anything, feel free to to um, say anything. Um, I, I never like to force it in case God
2: doesn't give you anything, but just yeah. go ahead and pray for the people. And,
1: and I will. Let them, and
2: know. let me mention one, one more okay. thing. Sure. I encourage every person, share this video, because Here, there is a. this is a highlighted, significant moment in the history of the world tied to the fulfillment of a prophetic word. And you know, the prophetic has taken such a hit mm. From people that don't understand timing, they don't understand, they've given up, they've just walked away, they've washed their hands of all of it. This is one of those fulfilled prophetic words that people can't say was manipulated. They can't say that you could have known it ahead of time. No. The clip that you played, this, we had no idea. I didn't have an idea when I confirmed I'd do this program with you.
1: That the queen would die. No, we we talked about this program not, never came up in any kind of conversation, no.
2: To highlight even more the significance of this event, as a transitionary moment, there, our mother country, and here, a transitionary moment. Now, I mentioned to you ahead of time, tonight begins our School of the Prophets here All at right. I want to tell anybody that... Let me tell you about this just real quick. It goes from September. It starts this month, September of 2022, and it goes until May of 2023. And here's the great part about it. It's only three days a month. Each month, three days a month, it starts Thursday night, goes all day Friday and into Saturday morning. There are seven sessions in those three days for all of those months from September till May. You can come in person each month. And we have equipping, we have activations, we have training. We, I mean, we practice the prophetic. Uh, you can come in person or you can do it online from the comfort of your home and get all the sessions, do all the activations, do everything we're doing in the school in person. You can do it at home. We had over 400 do it last year. And Steve, we took a survey at the end of the year, a private survey. How many of you, after going through this three days a month for nine months, How many of you grew in prophetic revelation, dreams from God that you knew were prophetic, visions, words of knowledge, prophecy, words of wisdom? About 90% of the people said, didn't just say that they grew in it, dramatically increased in it. And so if anybody's interested in doing this, even if you can't come each month, you can do it at home. You'll have the digital copy. Well, you know, you can do the whole course from home. Go to uh, MorningStarUniversity.com, and you'll see the link there for the School of the Prophets. It's the one that I'm leading, and you can grow, go down and sign up. It's worth investing in the growing of your prophetic gift. That, it's an investment. It's a course, but it's important because I believe this is what we need, a company of people, not just one or two every generation, a company of people that learn to know what it sounds like to hear God's voice, interpret it correctly, and then apply it know the timing, know if you're supposed to share it or when you're supposed to share it. So that actually starts tonight. And if you don't get signed up before tonight, you can still. But if you don't, you can get this month's all the digital copies, all the activations, and then next month go live. But it's live, like I said, in person or online, uh, com, and then the School of the Prophets. And it's the weekend intensive one. It's not the full-time program where you actually come and go to the MSU, the Morning Star University. We have the School of the Prophets full-time program, but I'm not talking about that one now. I'm talking about the one that's three days a month, the weekend intensive. If anybody feels compelled to want to hear God's voice like this, to learn to hear God, this is the time to invest in that. Father, yeah. I thank you for Steve. Mm. I thank you, Lord, for his friendship. I thank you yes, for God. what you're doing in this hour. I thank you for the renewed hope. I thank you, Lord, first off, for platforms uh, uh, like Rumble that we're able to use when right. the um, establishment and the globalist system wants to cancel culture and silence us yeah. on different platforms. So, Lord, I thank you for this ministry, and I th- and I pray blessings on them, and I pray every person that the spirit of God will come on them in a fresh way and that they will know you intimately know you and that they will feel the pull of the touch of God on their life to be hungry for more of you, to seek after you, to hear your voice in the nighttime, to know, to be able to know the difference between the voice of their own mind and the voice of the Lord to posture themselves in a, for a life of real consecration And holiness, turning away from sin and ungodliness and seeking after you with real consecration and dedication to you. And I'm believing that people listening to this right now, their spiritual ears are going to be open and they are going to begin to hear the voice of God in an unprecedented way. And that the Lord is going to do great things in their life in Jesus Christ's name. In fact, I'll say this there is, this is a word of knowledge, there is an Elizabeth, an Elizabeth watching, Elizabeth in her name, who had a dream about the death of Queen Elizabeth. And this woman, Elizabeth, I want to say to her, I think the name Elizabeth means oath, oath of God, promise of God. I could be wrong, I'm pretty sure The Lord wants to tell this Elizabeth, and I hope you'll write in and say, this is me. I dreamed about the death of Queen Elizabeth. I knew it was a significant moment, a transitionary moment. My name is Elizabeth. The word of the Lord to you is, is there are some promises he has given to you personally about the salvation of your family members and about the repelling of your ministry and your voice and God's oath is not bypassing you he has not forgotten you and this is this rest of this year you're going to see an incredible acceleration in your ability to dream and hear the voice of God in fact you have a woman in your life whom you're close to who is dealing with severe depression and it's not just spiritual it's a chemical thing Mm -hmm. and God is going to use you to pray for this woman And she's going to be delivered and healed of this chemical and spiritual depression. And there's a man in your life who has a heart condition. And he's had some heart procedures done. And there's a gift of healing, Elizabeth, in your hands. And when you lay hands on this man who's close to you, God is going to heal this man. And that's going to be a sign to you that your gifts are accelerating. God has not forgotten the meaning of your name. He's not forgotten his oath to you. And the fact that you dreamed about the death of Queen Elizabeth that happened this day, it's a sign and a wonder to you that things are about to increase and accelerate in your life and that God has not forgot his oath to you. He's not forgot his promise to you. Now, I know that's from the Lord, and I don't know this person, uh, but I, will, I i don't know how you want to do this. But- yeah, just have, have someone...
1: Um- um, I think because of the time, we'll have right write in in the comment section and give your information, say, that's me. And we'll try and put you in touch with uh, Chris, because uh, we'll text it to him. And if there's something else to follow up on, but we'd like to know if that does hit, say it in the comment section. Uh, even if you hit one of our emails and you put reply to one of our emails that comes and you say, I'm, I'm that Elizabeth, that's the, these things all hit, we'll get that to Chris. So Thank you. Chris, thank you so much. It was really, really rich today. Very, very meaty and God-centered and anointed and awesome. I appreciate your friendship and thanks for coming on. Uh, it's, it's a great honor to have you on. I hope we'll do this many more times. A quick reminder that uh, tomorrow's guest is a new one for us. Katherine Albrecht, uh, Engelbrecht sorry, Katherine Engelbrecht who was with, uh, did the 2,000 Mules movie. She's the the, the person who is most most associated with uh, 2,000 Mules. Uh, she will be on tomorrow on Prophets and Patriots. Chris thanks for coming on. Be sure to tune in. It's Rumble Only Tomorrow, Prophets and Patriots with Katherine Engelbrecht to talk about not only the 2,000 Mules but all the new discoveries that are coming forward. We really want to honor her and hear what she's got to say to the Body of Christ. So we appreciate her very much. So that'll be fun. All right. God bless you all. And we will see you tomorrow at 11 o'clock Pacific time. Have a great day. Bye bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on YouTube, Rumble, and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Click the link in the description to become a partner today.